5: Fox, Fox Radio. Radio.
0: Radio. You mean to tell me that number two Ohio State is losing at Northwestern 7 to nothing, three minutes into the second quarter? Believe it, babe. Wildcat to Hull, and Hull through the left side, 15-10-5,
4: touchdown, Evan Hull, 16 yards, and the Cats strike first.
0: The call on WGN Northwestern 7, second-ranked Ohio State nothing, three minutes into the second quarter. The Buckeyes are 0 for 6 on third downs today. Number 7 TCU and Texas Tech tied at 10 midway through the second quarter. Thanks in part to a 47-yard touchdown pass from Texas Tech's Baron Morton to Jaron Bradley. 17th-ranked North Carolina has just taken a 10-7 lead at Virginia with 647 remaining in the first half. I'm Isaac Lohenkron. Yep, Rams are playing the
2: Bucks this weekend. Hmm, two really good teams. Uh, we're really good teams. Uh, you know, let's see. Are we disappointed? or will they turn it around i'm interested to hear what the guys have to say about that all right uh we got an interesting uh, up on game presents lost art playlist um we'll talk about that uh you'll hear that when we get there but more importantly y'all heard about dan snyder oh yeah the commanders investigation of maybe selling the team hmm that sounds pretty interesting to discuss. Did the Packers make a mistake by not trading for a wide receiver before the deadline? Well, we got two receivers to talk about that, and obviously we're going to get to up on game and down on game. We
5: got our two coming up right now. Fox Sports Radio. This is Up on Game. Caught by Hushmanzada for the touchdown. You want NFL experience? Loves it, Burris alone. Intercepted, Lavar Arrington. Then this is the show for you with Lavar Arrington. <laughs> They lose first round, Mike McCarthy's out of there. And Plaxico Burris.
6: Tom Brady's no longer there It's turned into a dictatorship up there in New the England. Three
5: of the best to ever do it on and off the field. Live from the TireRack.com studios of Fox Sports Radio. Here's pro bowlers LeVar Arrington, TJ Houshmanzada, and Super Bowl champion Plaxico Burris. Hey, you time to go hunt now.
2: All right, welcome into Hour 2. It is up on game. TJ Hickens out of Plexiglipers. I'm LaVar Arrington. It's Fox Sports Radio, y'all. And we're broadcasting live from the TireRat.com studios. TireRat.com will help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. Yep. Make sure... Uh, you get that uh, hazard protection, free road service, uh, like I said. And, well, that's the way buying should be. Okay, guys, um, this is a, a big thing going on right now. Um, um, And, by the way, if you missed anything in the first hour, you could go to Up On Game uh, and check it out on the podcast. Uh, we had an interesting first hour. We had Bubba Dub, the famed comedian of – trash the trash uh trash talk podcast yeah the talking trash um we also talked about kyrie irving got some great feedback on twitter shots out to all our listeners um who who chime in and give feedback and and give opinions so appreciate that uh we talk about hard topics on here obviously and we we have our opinions um but let's talk about the Rams and the Buccaneers, and, and do we have hard opinions on them? Are they struggling and will climb out of it? We asked a question about the Eagles in the first hour. Um, are they an undefeated team that could cool off? Are these cool teams that could heat up? And if there are, um, is it both of them? Is it one of them? Like, what, what is your take on how these guys, um, how these
1: teams have played thus far? Well, for, for the Bucks, it's uh... – The Bucks, Packers, Rams—all three of those teams—we assumed would be pretty good. I wasn't high on the Packers. I actually picked the Vikings to win the division. Somebody on here picked the Packers to go to the Super Super Bowl. Bowl. That was me. I'm sorry, I didn't. I was was horribly wrong. Um, I I didn't believe the Packers would have a great year. I just thought they would really miss Devontae Adams, and that looks to be the case. (laughs) He misses them too. Oh, yes, struggling wholeheartedly. (laughs) The, the Bucks will be fine because they're in a division that they should win. And I, I also don't believe the Rams will make the playoffs. They're struggling. They're too relying on Cooper Cup. And it's just one of those years for teams that we thought would do well. And I mean, you look at, I thought the Seahawks would finish last in that division. Surprise, surprise. Pete Carroll and Geno Smith said not so fast. They're they're playing well in that division, leading that division. The 49ers are a better team and so where do the Rams fall in at? And so I believe the Bucks will make the playoffs. I believe the Packers will scratch and claw to make it. I don't believe they will because when you look at the NFC West, all of those teams, at least three of them are doing very well and in, in the Rams will make it. And so only team I'm optimistic about will be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and I still
6: have them winning their division. Man, I think for both teams going into the season, I thought that we – uh, you know, they're both going to be playing a lot better than what they're playing now. You look at the Rams, I'm saying to myself, they have the best defense in football. They're basically returning uh, the, the same Super Bowl team minus OBJ. Uh, if he doesn't, you know, if he doesn't, you know, tear his ACL, then maybe he's still on the roster, but that's a whole different story. But when I say you're returning the whole team, you let Von Miller go, now he's in Buffalo, so you don't have that uh, that presence on the edge that you had, you know, from the following season. Offensively, like you said, Cooper, the whole offense goes through Cooper Cup. Teams teams are not just going to allow him to keep running up and down the football field and beating them deep and, you know, in, in those kind of situations. If you take away Cooper Cup, then you basically take away the Rams offense. But playing in that NFC West, I believe that they will get hot you know, uh, later on in the season, they will end up eventually winning the NFC uh, NFC West. I, I really think so. Now, when you turn it over and move into the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they're in a great they're in a great space because. That's their type of first place. They win tomorrow, and the Atlanta Falcons lose there in solely first place, and they'll be four and five. So <laughs> we expected them hmm. to win the division, but we didn't expect them to be four and five, uh, three and five right now uh, going into week nine at tied for first place with the Atlanta Falcons, which I thought was probably the worst team in that division, but... Uh, it, it, the NFC South is just it, it's the old NFC East of what it used to be a few years ago mm-hmm. and LaVar actually picked the, uh, the uh, New Orleans Saints to win that division yeah so. I did I was he just he, way he, off. he he he's just way off. I was you way know, off. I need to go to he, rehab, he, he, man. He, he's he's out there in Cheyenne, Wyoming, or somewhere. He, he's, <laughs> I he's, might be on reservation. <laughs> I mean, but people yeah, can let you down, or they can
2: live up to <laughs> to what you give them as an expectation. I mean, that happens every single day. I, mean, I thought that the New yeah. Orleans Saints so, might be a better team.
6: I'm saying to myself for the for the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I so said, you're returning the same team, you get a healthy Chris Godwin back, uh, 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 Mike Evans, uh, Leonard Fournette, and you still got the defense, but for some reason, for the first eight weeks, they really just haven't been able to get it going, but I think moving forward, they're still going to end up winning the division and getting to the playoffs, so both teams will, will play better in the second half of the season, and both of those teams will win their division and make the playoffs. I would have never
2: thought Seattle would be the team to beat the hottest team in the NFC West. I just didn't see that coming. And if you would have told me that Geno Smith is one of the main reasons why, shots out to him and the success he's having in a revised, uh, a re- revitalized, revived uh, career, shots out to him for for showing that, you know, it ain't over till it's over, right? Um, I just would have never thought that. And and then to look at Arizona, and and you you called them fools gold in the past. I mean it, it's it's one of those things. I don't really know what Arizona who, who they are as a team. I don't, I don't know where they're heading. I don't know what they got going on. I just think like right now where the NFC West is, the Rams, they're not far enough bad to say that they're they're not in the in the opportunity or in the running to be able to make a run at it and get it done.
1: But they had better start doing better like right now. Like I just – I don't see it. They can't run the ball. They they can't run the ball at all. And so when everything is so reliant on Cooper Cup, now he has his ankle injury, what are they gonna do? Change how they play offense, start throwing the ball to Allen Robinson, all of a sudden be able to run the ball, all of a sudden be able to protect? I I just I think, it's going to be tough.
2: The scariest team is the 49ers, though. And, and I think they're scary. If, if McCaffrey can stay healthy and you get Debo going, that is a scary, scary team to watch. And that could be the team that ends up in the Super Bowl, if you ask me. Like, looking at how things develop now, and, and moving forward as, as it looks in the NFC, it almost looks as though that that is a collision course for Philly and San Francisco if you ask me. Um, now in terms of Tampa Bay, I just I just looked at I look at Tampa Bay. They've created such a, an expectation and a standard when Tom Brady came in. And I just don't think that they have the structure right now with everything that's going on and has changed, whether you want to put it at the feet of Tom Brady, whether you want to put it at the feet of Bruce Arians not being the head coach anymore. I don't know what you, you attribute it to, but they're, just not, they're not structured well enough right now in terms of what their expectation
1: is and has been. Versus what the reality of what they are now. There's only one team that runs the ball worse than the Rams, and it's the Bucks. So they they can't run it either. But Brady does get others involved. Yeah, I don't I don't know where
2: that's going. If 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 they can if they can stabilize to the point of where. They can allow their defense to do what their defense does because they do have a stout defense. They got a strong defense, but I mean, Sap. I be checking out Warren Sapp. He be breaking down uh, some of the D line. They do be uh, they be lunching a little bit. They 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 be giving up some some stuff. But uh, you know, if the de- if the defense can can get it going in a way where okay, you can utilize your offense in a proper way and stabilize your offense, and and the defense can do what they can do. I I think Tampa Bay could be a dangerous team. I I just think that it's kind of like the verdict is still out. Like, I don't know if they're going to continue to be a team that's disappointing or they're going to get their acts together and, and finish out strong. Keep in mind, Tom Brady is known to start seasons off slow. Historically, Tom Brady can start off up to six to seven games where it's slow. And then he just catches fire and he
1: goes, you know, unconscious. He goes into the this TV is a different 12. this is a different slow start, though. This is it is a different slow start. This, this just doesn't feel the same as if it's September and they're just kind of filling it out. This is just what he was going through that that it's a that strains anybody. And, you know, when you get on the field, we're good to go. But it's prior to getting on the field. And so hopefully with. It being resolved now, he can focus. The team can focus, and they can be better. But he was going through a lot, that's for sure. And now, now that we see that, because your divorce is final during the season, so he was handling everything. And how many people knew what actually was going on? Yeah, yeah.
2: I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. But if I were to, if I were, if we were to take a quick pick up on game, down on game. With Tampa Bay and the Rams, are we up on them both making it to the playoffs, or are we down on it? I'm up on one, down on the other. I'm up on both. I'm down on the Rams. I'm up on Tampa. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah, All follow right. that well, cap. Well, here we go. Uh, this is up on game. That's T.J. Hutchman's that's Plexico Burrs. I'm Lavar Arrington. We're going to take a quick break, and on the other side of the break – Hmm, Daniel Schneider. Y'all may know his name. You know, owner of the Commanders for now. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, you're listening to Fox Sports Radio.
5: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio
0: app, search FSR to listen live.
1: to take my stacks shorty to my right she just won't stay tonight 40 in my face. Back into Hope the show. Take my life. And I up keep on, on
8: Game. Left. Can't you help me? Jesus Christ, I got Welcome back into the Up on
1: Game live. Trying to take my
2: From the com right. studio. To stay Charlotte's Web, the world's Hope most trusted hemp extract. Founded to left. serve wellness seekers. Looking for safe, clean, and natural options? It's the number one CBD brand, On the market, go to charlottesweb.com and use promo code sports15 for 15% off your order. That's charlottesweb.com. Not available in Idaho or South Dakota. Sorry. So make sure you do it where it's available. If you enjoyed that song coming back in from the break, that was 84 Faces song is what's cool about this is you're hearing this on the podcast unlike other songs that we play and the reason why you're able to hear this song well it's because it's a part of the lost art uh, hosted by latin ex-storyteller Josue Blanco aka Esco. It's a new docuseries podcast that highlights the journey of undiscovered talent in the music and entertainment industry, creating a bridge for up-and-coming artists. That's right. Be on the lookout for the Up On Game Presents. Pam, we are expanding. Lost Art Playlist. It's going to feature all of the artists that are showcased on the Lost Art Podcast. So, shots out to the duet from Prince George's PG County, if you're nasty, Maryland. Um, they focus on storytelling, and that's Laque Lee Quay, excuse me, Kui. I don't want to get it wrong. It's Lee, Quay, and Slater, and they've been recognized by the likes of Snoop Dogg and other heavyweights in the industry. Um, these artists are on the rise, and that's what we do. We make sure we help these, these artists out that are on the rise. So, shots out to them. Um, obviously, the expansion of culture that's connected to sports. We're not just sports. We're, we're sports and culture. So, shots out to Up On Game on that as well. And speaking of PG, if you know about PG, Prince George's County, Plex. <laughs> Where do they play the football games in DC?
6: Man, PG County—they got yeah, some PG of the best County. basketball players in the world to come out of that place. The KD came from there.
2: The legendary—I want to say—Len Bias is from PG County. Um, yeah, a lot of, lot of, a lot of great players uh, that have come there. Play basketball there, but they also play football, and that's where I played my career um, in in the pros. Was in Prince George's County at FedEx Field uh, in Landover. Uh, what what do you guys make of this whole? The Snyder family is now seeking <laughs> um, counsel from Bank of America to interview or figure out what they can do or what they need to do or what should happen for the sale of this team. What 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 was your guys
1: um take when you saw this news break? Obviously there are some things uh we're not privy to. We we can speculate and assume oh it's x y and z, but we don't know. I it's pressure being put on them to say man you need to uh go ahead and sell this team and I don't even know if he's going to he, he's been adamant, man, that Daniel snyder has been adamant that I'm not selling his team. I'm giving it to my family. And and so maybe this is just a way of, OK, I'm looking into it. But is he really going to sell it? You know, I believe he bought the team for about eight hundred million. And now he's going to sell it for about, I'm going to assume six billion, maybe more than that. And so he's made plenty of money off the team if that's what he decides to do. But I just believe it's the pressure of the other owners in the leagues and you got to go because of, and that because of, will that ever become public? Mm. What do you think,
6: Plex? I, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but um, upon the sale of uh, NFL organizations, the owners are basically the 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 chairman on the board and you have to be voted out by the other owners of the team. Am I correct? Correct. Okay. I don't know. I ain't gonna. Conf- I don't know. But go that's ahead. what I really right. do have to be voted out. But go ahead. Right. So with that being said, what, there are thirty-two owners in the world uh, of the NFL football teams, and I don't think that they will vote him out to to sell his organization. Well, I, be- uh, I you believe. I believe he don't have if, to be if, voted if, out to sell it, though. You don't, I don't have to be voted out do. to sell. So, so who's going to force him to sell it?
2: that well, well i'm saying they don't if if they vote if this is and i don't want to speak out of term, but i think if if they voted him out that's different you're you're basically forcing him to sell through through a vote because you're you're out if he just decides he wants to sell the team, void of them forcing him to do it. He is well
6: within his rights to just sell. The well, team. he's not selling the team unless he's forced to do it. Let's right. just yeah, butt in but the butt right now, he's just not going to wake up. Me. But you yeah, can just...
2: force somebody to sell it without without having a vote that forces you to sell. Is what I'm trying to say. No, so I don't think that's the way that it works. I'm telling you, that's what's going on
6: right if, now. If he if he does sell any uh portion of the team I believe that he will basically bring in like a ma- a majority owner into the fact to where the majority owner will basically own fifty one percent of the team and he'll own the 49- 49 percent.
2: That and that's I, always that's always a part of the conversation too, right? Like right. that didn't come out in terms of, like, what he's planning on doing. That was the first thing I thought was, is he fully selling? Because if you recall, he took the, the franchise away from the minority owners that were trying to get him out. They were trying to push him out and take over the franchise. Right. He got rid of them. So he solely owns the entire the entire franchise right now, if I believe, if I'm correct. Him and his yeah. wife does. So. Is this a matter of him saying, I'm exploring being able to sell minority stake now again? Because here's, here's, here's what's even more interesting. You said sell to a majority owner and he owned 49%. What if he sold 51% off and he maintained 49% but that 51% breaks down into 20 or 30%? You sold thirty percent to this person, twenty I mean, percent to this know. person, you're still maintaining majority, majority ownership. Right? right. So there could be some creativity in and right. what it is that he's he's measuring out to do. Like, oh look, I sold fifty one percent of this company. Yeah. Like I it's it's fifty one percent that's out. I have hey, I there's have no business
1: in America that appreciates like professional sports. None. Yeah.
6: No business yeah, but, that appreciates like professional sports. Yeah, I'm I'm just, I I think over the past couple of weeks with everything that's been coming to the forefront with with uh, Daniel Snyder, with the, the 42 women for sexual misconduct, and just last week with the whole, you know, him concealing shareable revenue to the NFL, well, like $5 million or something, that money goes into the pot of like 40% for the visiting team. So he's actually been hiding money away from the other teams. So, hey, when you have a federal, when you have a federal trade commission investigation going on for financial improprieties with your organization and throughout the NFL. I, I think that, I say that can be one of the reasons why they force you to fire your team because you haven't been uh, fully honest with us about the revenue that you've been bringing in, and and he hasn't been reporting it. So I think with uh, the culmination of those two things over the last couple of weeks, if he does uh, uh, sell the team, those would be the main two reasons why.
2: I just wonder how ugly it is behind the scenes between you know the owners that maybe support Snyder or the owners that don't support Snyder or the owners that may feel like they're going to get compromised if Snyder gets I do not see Daniel Snyder being the type of guy that's just going to disappear and not not take his shot and I mean detonate if if he has to end up selling that team and he's all the way out on owning that team I just don't see it I mean, the reports came out that he's like, look, I got dirt on some of y'all. I didn't, ha- I didn't hire personal people to come out. I mean, some of them, it ain't even that that, that hard, right? Orchids of Asia. You know what I mean? Like, Robert Kraft, you, you got caught up. You know what I mean? Like, you got caught. You know, there's, there's some of these cats out here that, you you know, I mean, Jerry Jones has has been, you know, there's been reports on things that he's been a part of that, you know, you got caught. You know, you, you had a baby mama. You know, she worked at the airline. I mean, it is what it is. There's things that are out here on people, right? But my whole thing is how nasty does this get? How nasty does this get? Because here's the thing if you're pointing out war- workplace culture, which I know firsthand, the workplace culture was, was S and it ends with a T. Like garbage. I know it was trash. Trash garbage. We should have had, had Bubba Dub talk about this. He's trash. Trash. And and if that's the case, I mean, we saw what happened with, with the, the former owner of the Carolina Panthers. You know, he ended up selling based off of some, some type of stuff that was relatable to the, a lot of the things that are being discussed about Dan Snyder in Washington. So, to me, I'm curious to if this man does indeed sell this franchise what comes next like I think I think depending on who buys the team there they have a golden opportunity because I, I, listen I don't know what the fan base um, what it is now today what what that will be when the new ownership takes over, but it's still a franchise that is, I guess you could say a storied franchise. I don't know if you can connect it so much of the history back to, um, to the commanders, you know it's a new franchise. So how do you build that that up? I mean, it almost seems like whoever would take over would have an opportunity to start building community, goodwill, start being able to build a you know a brand that that you know is a new brand that can last and and that people could get behind. I mean, heck, the Ravens did it. You know what I mean? They moved to an entirely different city, created a, a new brand. And that brand has now become a historical brand and a brand that's connected to Super Bowls. I mean, maybe the new ownership group could bring that type of culture, but I think that that's what it's going to come down to is can they build a culture – in ownership at the at the workplace, where people want to be there, they want to win. They they want to win in sales. They want to win in community service. They want to win on the field. They want to want to win as as a collective group of of you know counterparts to one another. Um, that doesn't exist there. That doesn't exist there. There's a lot of fractured um, things that take place. There's a revolving um, door of coming and going. People don't like being there. The workplace is toxic. It has been uh, an interesting thing. And Dan Snyder became a pariah very quickly um, within that organization. So it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. I know for me, I've moved on from the whole idea of, of being uh, uh, invested or, or kind of connected to um, that part of my career. And it's been purely based upon him. So I don't even know how I would handle things I never stopped cheering for the team and I never stopped loving the fans I just have detached myself from it and and kind of just look at it from the outside in I, I mean I don't even know how I would feel about going to a, a commander's game at this point you know I don't even know because I've been if so different If they from had
1: it. different ownership um, because they were the team that drafted you number two overall, I believe your feelings will change It's possible, I, 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 I,
2: you know, TJ. I would hope so. I would hope so. I would hope so because I that that I have some very, very, very fond memories of the people and the times that I had there, um, but just you know had some really, really you know not so good ones as well. So, you know, it is what it is. Fox Sports Radio
5: has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Guys,
2: I got to pay off the tease. Packers, they didn't make a, a trade for a receiver. They seemingly have been having the hardest time with their receivers.
1: Was this a mistake, fellas? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Hmm. When we, They run the ball effectively. Defensively, they're pretty good. The only thing that is missing is somebody that Aaron Rodgers feels comfortable with that can win in one-on-one situations. The Packers are having a down season because they don't have that guy that when the game is on the line, it's one-on-one coverage, a single high safety in the middle, 12 under center. When I say Seth Hut, who I'm going to, they don't yeah. have that peace of mind. And so I believe they made a mistake by not trying to acquire a receiver. Maybe OBJ is healthy in the next few weeks. And the Packers are still in it, and they can go get him. But, yeah, I believe they made a mistake. The Packers, they just operate as if, okay, we'll just wait till next year and draft a guy. And it is what it is. But I'm sure Aaron Rodgers doesn't like it, but but it's what he signed up for.
6: Well, man, the yeah, mistake, man, the mistake was made when number 17 walked out of the door. 100%. So that was the biggest mistake he could have made. I've said to myself going into the season, I, I could see the Green Bay Packers taking a dip offensively you did in it. a passing game with the absence of Devontae Adams. But now you're just showing me in the world that Devontae Adams was the whole damn offense. I see why you were throwing him the ball, you know, 20-plus times a game <laughs> trying to get him a football because it doesn't look like anybody out there is consistent enough to make a play. Mm-hmm. And Aaron Rodgers is basically a shell of himself without Devontae Adams. So, so now you look at Devontae Adams different. You look at you look at Aaron Rodgers different. He he he's still you know one of the greatest quarterbacks to play this game, but the success he had with Devontae Adams for over those past seven eight years was legendary, and and there's no way around it. And now that he's no longer there, you see the way that they're playing offensively, and you see that the way Aaron Rodgers is the quarterbacking. they gotta ask you, you gotta ask yourself a question: Was it Devonte Adams or was it Aaron Rodgers? Well, which one came first, the chicken or the egg? That's what I need to understand because
2: if the chicken came first, then it's Aaron Rodgers. If it's the egg, then it's Devonte. Hey, because you know, I remember I last know, week I'm, I
6: was saying that I was, I was hearing that, Clay that, was Clay, that was uh, Chase funny. Claypool was uh, being Why did they not go get Chase Claypool? I mean, the Bears went and got him. Why didn't they go get him? I was saying myself to the same thing. It was obviously that Chase was on the trading block. I think it would have been a great move for them to make (laughs) to add him to the roster. But I guess the Chicago Bears got to him first. In the same division, by the way, I, I, I listen now, I, but, but it is Chicago. I, I, yeah, it I is mean, Chicago. if you ha, if you have a choice, if I'm a wide receiver, I, I maybe maybe Bay. Chase maybe Chase didn't, you know? Uh, yeah, right. It, but if you got a chance to choose between Green Bay, and Chicago, you gotta go I'm to Green clearly Bay. going to Green Bay.
2: Yeah, indeed. Um, I you know what? I I don't know who it is, Devontae or Aaron. I just know that they're both struggling this year. Um. And and I think they should have got a receiver. That just is what it is. I, I think right now there's a lot of uncertainty because all they can do is try to run the ball with, with Dylan and with Jones, um, who are very effective. They got a pretty decent defense. They just under duress all the time because, well, they can't generate enough offense. Um, it'll be interesting it will be interesting to see how that all plays out. We're gonna come back and speaking of making predictions and talking about things, I am totally the best at prognosticating who is the best in that up yeah, on game, right. down on game. So I want to keep the, the the party going on as I whoop on TJ and and Plex. You'll hear our records on the other side of the break as we get to up on game, down on game. You're listening to up on game. <laughs> With T.J. Hudson out of Plexico, Birds. I'm Levar to Fox Sports Radio. We'll be right back to wrap the show.
5: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
0: Juan Gabriel.
3: Juan Gis. Selena.
7: Selena.
3: Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La bichota. Cristina Aguilera. Tina. Just to name a few.
7: We're serving the whole story.
3: From rags to riches.
7: And all the tea in between.
3: I'm Liliana Vasquez.
7: And I'm Joseph Carrillo.
3: And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2.
0: Guess who's back in a house?
2: One time. All right. Welcome back into Up on Game. Live from the TireRack.com studios, I'm LeVar Arrington. That's T.J. Hushmanzad, Plexico Burris. Hope you enjoyed the show. We got Jonas Knox coming up next with the Jonas Knox Show. If you missed anything, make sure you check us out at the podcast. Subscribe, tell a friend. We appreciate the continued support. We had, uh, obviously, a feature of music from uh, Up On Game Presents um, show and and Lost Art. We we had Bubba Dubb from from the trash talk um podcast also on up on game presents so we're continuing to grow guys and it's been really really good um watching the growth take place and then working to make it happen so we appreciate all the continued support of our affiliates and everyone that's been a part of the growth of of the brand um and speaking of the brand let's get some picks with up on game down on game let's go (laughs)
5: the <laughs> hut, hut. Time for some picks. Are you up on game? Hey, let's crank this up. Let's crank it up. Or, down on game. Get
2: down. All right. All right. Tell us how much I've won and how, how far ahead of everybody else I am. And let's get to the picks
1: this week. Well, what we got, Rob?
8: Well, LeVar, I would love to tell you that you're well ahead of everybody. But yeah, TJ yeah, yeah. went 3-0 last week, picking oh, wow, picks and wow. totals. What?
1: TJ don't play, man. I told you. This is what uh, I do, man. That's what I do. And, and
8: even still with that perfect record, Plaques still in the overall lead, picking above 500. There you go. So, That's
6: what well, I'm talking I about. Know. I did not still pick, last in the week not pick last week. Still in the lead last week. So
2: I
1: No, nah, I mean, they said you, know sent how... your, you sent your your picks in before you left <laughs> and uh, uh you went on 3. I'm
6: still in the overall lead. Let's get this uh, thing right. Let's go. Baby. NFL
8: Week 9, Titans at the Chiefs. Chiefs 12 and a half point home favorites, over under 46 and a half.
2: Mm, I'm going to take the over on the points and I'm going to take the Chiefs.
1: I'm going to take the Chiefs. What what what's the spread? 12 and a
2: half
8: and over and under
1: 46.5. and a half. Oh, 12 and a half. That's the NFL, man. I hate giving up that many points, I do, too. I do, too. I'm going to take the Titans, and I'm going to go under. You're going to take the Titans and go under? Yeah, they're going to lose the game, but they're not going to lose by more than 12.
6: Wow. Well, I'm going Kansas City, and I'm going under the points, under the 46 and a half.
8: Oh. All right, speaking of the Chiefs, little prop bet action. Tyreek Hill currently on pace to break the single-season receiving record over under 87.5 yards this Sunday against Chicago. Against Chicago,
1: over 87. I'm taking an under. Secondary isn't bad. They're not the This is what I'm going to say. Ohio State is playing Northwestern, and it is windy as all can be. I'm assuming it's going to be windy there tomorrow as well, so I'm going to go under also.
8: All right, we move on. Number three, Seahawks at the Cardinals. Cardinals two-point home favorites over under 49.
1: Man, oh. I'm taking the Seattle Seahawks, and I'm going under.
6: Yeah, I'm going to go with that, too. Oh, my God, I'm going to change. You know what? I'm God, taking I'm the Seattle that. Seahawks, and I'm going over gang, because ain't nobody over there playing no defense. Yeah, I'm going over. I just don't want to be the same as LaFont, no. You so just said under.
2: Nope, I know, good. but I
1: told you I gotta switch it. I don't. I don't. You know. Wow. All right, take keep that. me at, under. Keep, no! me at the under. keep me at the under. Keep me at under. Keep me at under. All right, another prop bet
8: for right you. There. The uh, yes. Jets got a rather stingy secondary. Josh Allen over under, 279 and a half passing yards.
2: Over. Over. Easy. I'm
1: taking under on that.
8: Uh,
6: so, who's playing again?
1: The Jets and the Bills. 270 passing yards for Josh Allen. Over, under. Oh, I'm
6: going over to 279. by the way. 279. I'm going over to 279. Over.
1: They don't try to run the ball. Over. That's a lot of yards. Yeah, I'm going to go under. I'm going to stay with the under. All
8: right, last one here. Ravens on Monday Night Football. Two and a half point road favorites against the Saints. The over, under on this one. Relatively low. 47 and a half. I'm taking under. What team you taking?
1: Go, ahead, y'all go. What team you taking? I don't know yet.
6: Still oh thinking. my god. Wow. So I'm a, who are the Saints playing? The Ravens. Two and a half wow. point favorites. This is an ugly game. I'm taking the Ravens. I'm taking the Ravens and I'm taking I'm taking the under on the points. I'm gonna take. The New Orleans Saints, is loud there. They're
1: going to try to run the ball, keep the game slow. Baltimore is going to do the same, and I'm going under. Mm. I want the under, but I just don't. The two and a half.
2: The Ravens will beat the two and a half. So, yeah, the Ravens will beat the two and a half. So I'll go with that. There it is. Good luck, gentlemen. Thank you. I will take the lead. I will be taking the lead back after this week. I, you know, I've uh, I've been a little off this year. I mean, you know, little you little
1: did pick always, the Packers you know. to go to the Super Bowl. You've been it ain't a over off. yet. It ain't it's over. It's over.
2: It ain't over yet. Uh, it, it, it's just not. It's not over yet. But I'll tell you what is over. Uh, up on game, the the show is over. So you know. For all of you guys out there that have tuned in and listened to us for the last two hours, we appreciate you. Uh, Stay dialed in. Stay tuned in. Great content still coming your way with Jonas Knox. Uh, You know, so you'll enjoy that. And enjoy your Saturday and Sunday of football. Make a weekend a great weekend. Make next week a great week for yourself as well, all right? For me, TJ, and uh, Plex, you know enjoy your weekend all right we'll talk to you soon up on game fox sports radio we'll check you